That's just about what I feel like, Gideon said, and the laughter echoing in his voice told her he felt very happy, and was sure she would be too. A boy going on holiday to New York. At first Kate didn't really understand, perhaps because to New York seemed like saying to the moon. What did you say? I said, I am going to take you to New York. Her heart leapt. George! Next week. When? Next Tuesday. We're to sail on the SS-50 States from Southampton at twelve noon. I'm told the big ships always sail on the dot, so you'd better get moving. Before Kate could comment, while she was still trying to absorb the news and beginning to realise that she had only six days, six days, less a Sunday for shopping, he drew forward gave her a great bear-like hug, then let her go and backed away. Like the idea? It's... it's wonderful, but... You wish you'd had more notice. I know. But I dared not say a word before in case it fell through. There's the International Office Conference in Washington in a couple of weeks, and I thought I might have to fly over just for that. Now I'm going to consult with Nielsen in New York about a job that's been worrying us on both sides, then go on to Washington. How long will we stay? Kate asked in sudden wonder. A month, at least. Official business will take two weeks, and I'll have a fortnight's leave, Gideon told her. I'll tell you all about it later. I've got to get back to the office for half an hour. There's a bad man I want to put the fear of death into. He turned towards the door. Care to come back with me? We can go somewhere for dinner. The suggestion was tempting, and twenty minutes earlier Kate would have jumped at it, just as she would have asked, Which bad man? Now she was preoccupied. There would be a hundred things to do in preparation for the trip. Quite suddenly she was in a hurry, at a time when haste seemed to have become part of the past. "'You are sure we're going, aren't you?' she asked with belated caution. "'Positive. Scott Marl's secretary made the reservations while I was in his office. "'I can even give you our cabin number, A-16. "'The trip's been in the air for weeks because of the conference, "'with the FBI acting as hosts. "'Drugs and currency problems, mostly. "'The assistant commissioner would go normally, "'and, as that job's still vacant,' I'm to go. Nielsen of New York telephoned an official request for me to send someone for consultations over one or two specific cases. It was only a matter of getting the accommodation. We're provisionally booked on the Queen Elizabeth for the return journey, too. Gideon, blocking the hallway, still had the boyish eager look in his eyes. I wanted to tell you face to face— and I was just coming home when I heard that a man we want badly has been picked up. I came home anyway, he added. How about dinner? Uh, No, said Kate, quite positively. I'll have to write and tell the children, and there'll hardly be a minute to spare. We'll have supper here when you get back, and you can tell me more about it then. Right, Gideon said. Now I'm off. He touched her hand for a moment and turned away. The front door was still partly open, and Kate could see a wheel and part of the black humber car. 
As George opened the door wider, it passed through her mind that she'd hardly said a word. She must have put a damper on his buoyant mood. He stepped onto the porch as she cried, George! He half turned. Hello? George! She repeated, hurrying towards him. It's absolutely wonderful. I'm so surprised I hardly realize it's true, but New York! It's... She searched for a word which would give him some idea of her sudden surge of heady excitement. But he was waiting, and the car was waiting, and all she could do was repeat, Wonderful! She saw his face light up, and knew that her eyes must have told him all she wanted to say. Late though it was, there was a bustle of activity at the yard, a sense of urgency, even of excitement, which was not often apparent.